Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. I hope everything's going well for you guys. Happy Wednesday. Uh, March is just moving right along here. I think what it was, March the 9th or the 10th or something like that. I haven't checked my calendar. Um, but it's just, you know, moving at a steady little clip. Uh, so make sure you're doing all the things you said you were going to do in January. Uh, <laughs> Not that I'm trying to be your mom or anything, but, you know, if you can't keep your word to yourself, I mean, you got to start somewhere, you know, you know, I'm talking about those people are always talking. And, you know, one of my friends who listens to this podcast, she cracks me up because she she's listened for years. But the one thing that always stands out to her is when I said that people are basically full of shit and they are most people really are. They do more than a little bit of talking and they really have no plan of action to do anything. They just talk and complain. And so it cracks me up because she's always like, you said it. People are just full of shit. And they are kind of. And, you know, a lot of people just want to talk and they just want to complain and they just want to be unhappy. So, you know, I think if you really want to transform your life, if that's your goal, you got to be able to keep your word to yourself. You know, when even you don't believe the things you're saying, that's an issue. So start there. And that's what I mean by I hope you're doing all the things you said you wanted to do. Now, if you change your mind and you don't want to do that, then that's something different. But if you had intended to, uh, I don't know, start a book or work out or meet five new people every month or whatever your goals are, And if you still intend to do those things and you're not doing any of them, then that's what I'm talking about. But, you know, you may have changed your mind. That's that's allowed. I'm not talking about that. So I was uh, chit chatting with a friend yesterday at work about uh, the podcast. And uh, she, you know, basically thought that some of it was resonating with her. Which is cool, because that's the whole point. I don't want to just be picking up my phone every morning and talking to, you know, a vacuum. You know, I and I know, and I don't have the kind of friends who would just listen because it's polite. <laughs> they would just, be, you know, we're all too busy for that. So I do appreciate um, the feedback that I'm getting. And I see the numbers, and I know I don't know all these people, and I'm not friends with everybody who listens to this podcast. So I appreciate you, and I want you to know that. Um, and the things that I share are the things that I'm working on too, or I've worked on. Um, and certainly being a good receiver is hard for a lot of people. If you really want to grind the room to a halt, walk up to somebody who isn't a good receiver and say, Hey, great job. And that it's so awkward and weird, you know, (laughs) it's like, okay, I'm almost sorry. I gave you a compliment. Uh, you're just that's not your comfort zone which you know that bears analysis there's something there you need to look into that um I work with some some really talented smart young women and I mean it's like shooting darts in their neck when I say hey that you did a really good job with that or hey that was impressive and it's just like you know (laughs) it's like taking a dart they're like wait what uh, it's just it shuts their system down and uh, that's weird to me I mean you you ought to know what you're good at I'm not judging them I'm just saying it you 
It's weird when you don't know what you're good at or you've given your heart and soul into something and it never occurred to you that you were good at it. Like, I don't know what it would feel like to work so hard at this film career that I've been nurturing for 30 something years and think secretly that I'm not a good writer. I mean, listen, I know what I'm good at. And I I can talk a lot of shit. I'm good at that, too. However, I actually know I'm a good writer. And I I don't know what it would feel like to have spent all this time, energy, money, everything I've got, heart and soul, and put it into something and just sort of low-key think, meh, I'm not that good at it, though. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. And, you know these the this job that they do is tough and it's hard and it's draining and at the very least you need to at least believe you're good at it <laughs> you give everything to your job you're there all the time you're working hard and uh yeah it's just i don't know believe that you're good at things know what you're good at pat yourself on the back i think it's okay to be nice to yourself and that's part of receiving and maybe you can't receive things fully because you don't believe things fully like when I say that was a good job and if your initial reaction is like you know hands up stop it you know um yeah I don't know start with that I think it's important and for me I can I've learned to receive a compliment there were times when I couldn't it just I was so unused to it and I don't want anybody to think I just grew up in like the the toughest environment ever it wasn't but I grew up with with, you know, parents that were born in the 30s, you know, they they weren't effusive and full of compliments. It's just mine weren't. And I don't think they grew up with people who were effusive and complimentary and doting, you know, so it's like a generational thing. It's like, you know, nobody asked me how my day was because I came home. So that means I'm not sick and I didn't die. You had a good day. <laughs> and these younger people, you know, their their parents, I think their their baby boomer parents overcompensated because they grew up with the same parents I grew up with. And it's like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm just going to dote on my kids. And now, you know, you got all these 30, uh, I think the young, the oldest millennials are what about to be 40 or in their early 40s or something like that and they walk in the room and they expect a spotlight to shine on them you know and it's like mm, that's not how it works <laughs> I mean it can work like that but for the most part people aren't just excited because you showed up you know it's like uh, all this borderline narcissism and yeah I remember uh, I told somebody I was like oh yeah you know you that's a nice, this is a generational thing, but it's an example of what I'm talking about. I remember I told someone, oh, that hat looks nice on you. Oh, these are my colors. I look good in this color and that color and this color, and this is a, a great color choice for me, and I look good in it, and, da, da, da. and I'm like, okay, I thank you. <laughs> is that not, <laughs> is that not an option? Um, and that's weird, because that's another way of not really receiving a compliment because I'm I'm not asking about your uh, perceived best looks. I'm just telling you <laughs> that looked nice. Okay. That's just my opinion. And uh, 
it was like oh yeah this is my color and then I look good in this this and this other color too and then you know this one was just it really works out because then I had a scarf to match and it was like whoa what are you talking about I'm trying to give you a compliment it's crazy it's crazy out here yo <laughs> but anyway you got to learn how to receive good energy positive energy and I think some of that just goes into um you know knowing what you're good at and feeling comfortable in your skin and I don't know it took me a long time you know I'm I feel comfortable being this age in fact I'll say I was probably born to be at least in my 40s I really my 40s felt like a comfortable pair of shoes you know it was just like I'm sliding right on into this this is great because you're old enough to know what you know and no one can change your mind you know you've been to all the movies you know exactly how they end and you know even when you don't you do you know (laughs) it's like I can I know where this is going I can see you know um and you open your mind but it closes a lot quicker (laughs) it's like oh okay oh yeah okay you know it's like that (laughs) and so yeah I just really loved my 40s uh 50s are okay you know, I'm just yeah, I'm in my early 50s and they're OK. You know, I don't have a, an issue with them, but I th- I know that there was a dramatic change in my personality d- during my 40s. I really doubled down on uh, this is what I think. And I kind of don't care, you know, not in a mean you know, abrasive, dismissive way, but it's like, I can't care about everything and I can't care about what everyone thinks. And that is so liberating for most girls, you know, cause most of us are raised to be polite and sweet and don't speak your mind too much. Cause nobody wants to know it all. And don't do this and, you know, be that. And, uh, you know, it's like, do, do boys get these kind of rules? Cause I, they don't seem to have a bunch of rules, but we do. And are, you know, generationally, depending on your family, a lot of women were just trying to groom you to be a, um, you know, happy, quiet wife. And, uh, you know, I'm happy, but I've rarely been quiet in my life. (laughs) I can read the room and know when it's time for me to speak, but I'm not what anybody would call like super quiet. Um, So, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just a fascinating thing. I think girlhood to womanhood is is wrought with really interesting, nuanced things, you know. Um, Some of it good and some of it's like not good, you know, the just trying to figure out how to be the type of woman you want to be without male input is huge and that's to me what my 40s started it's like I don't have to try to be something to make somebody like me to da 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 it's like this is this is this is the goods you either like it or you don't <laughs> and now I'm so busy you know I have so much on my plate like a bunch so it's like I don't have any time for nonsense if it's nonsensical I'm not interested I don't I I'm not gonna be rude but it's like you gotta go Okay, yeah, that's great. I'll read about it later. I mean, I've shooed people off my porch. I remember there were times when, you know, like the Jehovah's Witnesses or whoever would be walking around and you sort of listen just to be polite. Now, I mean, I remember in the last 10 years, I opened the door and some people I didn't know were standing on my porch and I was like, no, (laughs) 
yeah, whatever. That's great. I'm glad you believe that. I'm glad you're doing your thing. But no, off my porch. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, so last month I got all these emails because I'm black. And it's like, we care about black people. And uh, now this month, apparently being a woman is a thing. Um, You know, give me a break. You know how I feel about that. Now it's International Women's Day or month or history or something. I don't know. But, you know, I guess I should be happy. I have uh, two months back to back dedicated just to me. (laughs) But seriously, don't honor me as a woman in March. And then in April, you won't approve my business loan. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I've been honored through February and and March as a black. I am black history. And as a woman doing the woman's month or history month or whatever this is. Like, don't be all nice to me for these two months. And then come September, deny my business loan. So just be good to me every day. And uh, we won't have to have all these. I mean, I actually saw somebody post something pro-international women or whatever. And it, and, it, and I know for a fact they low-key hate women. <laughs> There's no move that they've made that I've witnessed that suggests at all that they give a damn about women. So, you know, stop posting all this stuff and sending out emails. Just... The proof is in how you behave. You can say whatever you want. You can email these little messages all day long. But if you're, you don't have any female CEOs or any black people in your boardroom or any uh, black people making real decisions for your company or, you know, any women in leadership positions or you've got a record of harassing and uh, demoting and not paying women correctly, dude. Who cares what your little messages are? I don't. I don't understand that. It's just the weirdest world we live in, and so many people. This is why I'm sad to see that reading comprehension obviously doesn't exist anymore, because people don't go that extra mile and really look and see. You know, we're all just so super happy with, you know, a few things we see uh, on the surface level, but anybody can write anything. You know, stop sending me all these emails about me being a woman or being black or whatever. Just be nice to me and good to me all the time. And then you don't even feel obligated to send me little messages through my, you know, honorary months. (laughs) I wonder what I need to be on a roll. Is is April like women over 50 months or something? I don't know. Black screenwriter woman month. That would be great. Um, but yeah, you know, just treat me fairly all the time. And then you don't have to have these little delineation points. That's just me though. I get that other people think this is great, but I'm not one of those people, especially when I see the hypocrisy that is just caked and coated in these little, uh, gestures. You know, you think we're not smart enough to see through the gestures. Hey, Anyway, I don't mean to be bitter about it. I am bitter. I don't like that. (laughs) I'm just going to own it. I don't care for that. And I'm not particularly bitter about it. I'm just getting tired of it. 
Um, because now with COVID, it seems like email marketers are just going crazy. And then, you know, social media, people just throw up these little messages like, you know, like they're they're truly down for a cause or whatever. And it's like, oh, so much of this is just public relations. It's just I just I like to deal with reality and facts. And it, it I don't care what you write. Just show me you care for me. You know, like all these companies, like just sh- I get it. I'm on your email list <laughs> and I'm a woman. Woo. And I'm, I was black last month. Woo. You know, just I'm over that. And I think I've made that clear not to beat a dead horse because the horse is dead over there in the corner. I'm just saying. All right. That's it for me today. I <laughs> see I make myself laugh. And that's that's what's interesting to me. I really am cracking up because that's funny. Um but yeah, oh, I was talking to one of my buddies yesterday. I've known this cat since third grade, right? He's a working screenwriter, super impressive, and and I'm totally jealous. Um, and uh, what's funny is we were chatting, and he got to vote. Uh, I think was it for the Emmys? I can't remember what the what the awards were for, but he got to he got a vote, and we sort of started talking about I may destroy you. And how it just didn't make the rounds like it it was there for the first two rounds of voting and then it just disappeared. And I think it might have been Writers Guild Awards because he was like, this is disappointing because this is this is writers not getting it. That show is brilliant. It may not be for you. It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch, but it's about consent and the the trauma around sexual assault and um, just the trauma of being a young person and grappling with your sexuality and expressing it like who's safe to be around and who isn't who's who's loving and kind towards you and who isn't and each of the main characters seems to have some sexual trauma and it is not dealt with in any stereotypical uh television show way and the fact that the the sexual assault at the center of the show happened to the writer in real life is mind-blowing and if you haven't watched it i just suggest you take some time and wrap your brain around you know not so much that it's designed for people over 30 because i don't think it is (laughs) but just watch it i watched entourage and that wasn't designed for me at all but once i let it go once i was like this show isn't for me this is not sex in the city this is entourage um i got into it because it was fun uh, this show is not going to be fun. It's 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 heavy, but it's a, a real slice of life into generations. Um, people who have dated primarily through social interactions on the on your phone. Um, it's like for people like that age. And it's fascinating. And there's lessons to be learned for all of us. You know, consent is a is a sticky topic. It's unpleasant to talk about. Um, and I think if, if it weren't so much quote unquote, a woman's issue, we'd have more enlightened discussions around, uh, consent, you know, but right now it's just a woman's problem, you know, who, who, you know, she said yes. And she didn't mean to say yes, or she was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And she should have left and that kind of, like, it's a woman's problem. And I think that's why people didn't fully embrace I may destroy you the way they should have, but it's not a woman's problem. You know, uh, it's a human issue 
and you don't have to be a woman to be violated. So check it out. Just check it out. All right. Be good. Be well. Have a great day. I appreciate you listening. Uh, All the people who are doing the monthly sponsorships, you guys are the best. I appreciate you. For those of you who ask me how to do it, there is a, a link at the top of the wherever you listen to this podcast, like on Apple podcast, there's a link that says support this podcast and you click that link and you're, you can get signed up that way. If you like, I appreciate you. Please take care of yourselves. Be your best.
17 Thieves. 